For those of you who are wondering where those extra Sundays of ours have gone, they are on, they're at Patreon. If you subscribe to QF on Patreon in the link given in the description to the Black Kluge level or higher, you're going to get access to not only the Sunday episodes that are missing from our regular free Sunday lineup, but you'll also get four extra episodes per month on Patreon that are unavailable anywhere else. So uh, let's go with the next one. When I, when I did my movie, am I up to speed as an actress? Can I handle this part? I mean, there's a lot of pressure when there's a movie camera on you. I I only did one movie. I never felt so much pressure in my life. I would shake sometimes. Yeah. It was a lot of pressure because I I saw all of these people making a living and it all depended on me in that scene. So I imagine the pressure. So when you get to the point, and then Harvey or anybody else offers you a movie and you turn it down. Do you sit there with angst and go, oh, God, if I turn this down and this thing. Okay, a little more. It's a huge hit. I'm going to kill myself. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Notice Kate never acknowledges his movie at all no, or says, no. oh, that was great. I love that. Nope. Uh, right. Um, he has to throw that in there. So he's putting himself on the same level as these people. He does it all the time. He does it with musicians like, oh, I play around on the guitar sometimes or be, be, be honest. If you were in a movie and yes, granted, private parts uh, back in the day, big budget, whatever for, for a film like that, would you even bring it up considering it was a failure? No, no, I, I can't imagine. No, um, unless somebody brought it up to me, I'm not bringing it up. Mm hmm. I'm using examples like, oh, so-and-so told me something about this in the industry. Yeah, that's fine if they're a legit actor. But for him, playing himself in a flop that <laughs> bankrupt, Almost that bankrupt Reicher a Entertainment, yeah. Yeah. Reicher. Yeah, exactly. Perfect no, name. No, I'm just not. I, I'm embarrassed. I don't, I'm, I'm not doing anything for the 25th anniversary, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, well, th- this is the yeah. thing. This is the, this kind of helps me imagine the magical thinking, how that works in a situation like this. He knows he made a film. He knows it flopped. It doesn't matter what spin he wants to tell you. Oh, we made 80 more million and, you know, whatever. And like, yeah, with video rentals and sales and all that bullshit. OK, whatever. Yeah. Tell yourself whatever you like makes you feel comfortable. But he, wha- the, the only way he can I imagine he can bring it up in these interviews is by completely detaching himself from the fact that it didn't perform. He is able sure. to completely wipe away the image of his mind of the film not doing, not beating Wayne's World and not being, you know, this massive success. Because I don't know. To me, it would, I would, I would, I would feel embarrassed, completely embarrassed, and never mention it again. Right. He's just listing an acting cred. Yes. To be like, in my experience. Right. So <laughs> it's an opening <laughs> for him. Yeah. In all the that's, film that's I've that's made. That's all it is. Not my blockbuster, you know, award-winning. Right. You know, super success, super successful yeah. movie. It it wasn't. So he doesn't have that. And the fact that it blows up his whole marriage, you know, as a fraud <laughs> or not a fraud, but a disappointment or yeah. a failure. A failure. Yeah. He doesn't want to get into all that. So. No. 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 Um, number 20. Uh, next one. King Interrupter. Just was like, oh, I don't like this script. So 
it doesn't matter to me if it then becomes like a big hit movie. I I find it embarrassing to say these lines. I don't want to. Um, did that happen to you? Did it, but did it happen to yeah. you where you turned on a movie and then it was it was a blockbuster? It just became yeah. huge. What yeah. is a movie and- that you... T- <laughs> <laughs> don't let her get a word in no fuck best it. interviewer ever next clip guys thank you sam it's called how could you go to oxford when you're hot <laughs> Good job, sam. have you had your iq tested to me if you get into i can't even picture you at oxford i mean was every guy at oxford hitting on you uh yes. i mean has, has, has your life been filled with just like uh, I, I can't study right now because men are hitting on me in the library absolutely not what a shallow like it's i mean in, in a hollywood case yeah maybe they get a little tickled pink because you're 45 or uh, going near 50 and they're still asking you about your looks but when you go, <laughs> no one's going to Oxford and getting like, you know, mobbed because they're that good looking. <laughs> it's a fucking university. It's prestigious Christ university. Sake. No, it, it, it's just another ass kissing moment for him. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with the bra top and the belly and the Instagram. Yeah. Um, You know, how you look so amazing. That's, right. That's all he cares about is looks. But it's so vapid. That, it is. It really is. Because what does that do for you in the world? Really? Like, what good does that produce the world? Produce in the world, for the world? Are you lifting up the vibration with your good looks? Well, Are we other- supposed to feel bad for you because you're so good looking? Well, because yeah, you have doctors actually- and dentists that fix you? That fix her. Yeah, absolutely. And she, whatever they did, they did a fantastic job. She's not my, she's not on my list of anything because I think they're just a lot better looking, naturally better looking women out there. Uh, And I never went in for the fake, uh, all, all, when, when you know, everything's fake, it's hard to look at the person. I I have a hard time looking at the person not going, okay, store-bought, store-bought, both of those were store-bought hair, bullshit, wig, extensions, you know what I mean? Like, Okay, I can look past all that if they have a good personality. Mm. And based on this interview, I'm not hearing it. I don't mm. care if you stayed up all night and you're hallucinating in your house. You're either, you know, charming or you're not. And yeah. she's not. No, she's, she's just not. dull to me. Yeah, she she is. And um, But uh, the, the other thing was, okay, if you're basing your, if you're Pam Anderson, yes, your entire career is I'm hot, I'm I'm in a bikini, I'm this, I'm that. No one's going to go to Pam Anderson back in the day and say, look, we'd like you to do uh, uh, a production of The Tempest. Uh, we think you'd be perfect for it. Um, you know, <laughs> summer stock. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is doing Roxy on Broadway in, in the uh, performance of Chicago right now in New York. And allegedly is singing her own songs. I, yeah, I know. I'm I'm not buying that, but that's the word on the street. My friend was up in New York City and mentioned it to me, and I'm just like, yeah, that's auto tuned or that's someone else. Yeah, that's, that's lip syncing for sure. But anyway, good for her. She's working. Yeah. I'm happy. Okay. She got wrong so many ways. It's not even funny. Yeah, and she has sadly made some pretty poor life decisions along the way. But don't we all? Um, let's, uh, oh, so yeah. my, my, my thing is for, for Kate Beckinsale, you don't necessarily want the basis of your entire career to look, I'm hot. You, if you're a good mm. actress, you want those, you want those cherry gigs because you'll get to the point where you'll be the hot mom, then the hot, you know, whatever. And you, if you, you don't have to be the hot mom, you can just be the good fucking actress that people want to go see. What's funny here is 
he takes her going to Oxford and totally destroys it with, you were so hot. Yes. That how could you, you got in because you were hot. Not because your your SATs, not because of your grades. I'm sorry. Yeah. That I know over in England, Sarah, you can correct me, Sarah Washington, yeah. that, you know, whatever levels you're at in school right. determine if what school you go to. Yes. And oh, levels, what you're eligible levels, for. That shit. Yeah. I know their levels are totally different than ours. But yeah. for him to, to bring it all down to looks and how could you concentrate in school or how – you were too hot to go to Oxford. Well, no, she wasn't hot back then. No, she, she didn't wasn't. have the doctors and dentists back then. She had herself, her natural mm-hmm. self. Mm-hmm. And good for her. Great. Yeah. You were smart. And your smartness got you to this point in your career where you're talking to Howard Stern at what? <laughs> How old is she? 48, 50? She's, I don't even she, know. Yeah, she's going to be closing on 50 at this point, but, or, you know, at least mid, she's definitely mid 40s. But um, the other thing is, you you're you're doing an interview with a guy who's in his late 60s and you figure he must have something i guess the press agent or somebody must have the thing in their head where you know he's changed he's going to he's going to maybe bring it this time he's going to have his questions ready he's going to know about your career and he doesn't and he focuses on her looks which is mm-hmm. maybe the worst thing you could do to somebody like this in your studio if you want them as a repeat guest if you want to do the 2 hour thing have some interesting questions, have a good discourse, have a conversation, which he's incapable of doing. Right. Ask her more about the movies she did and the choices she made on those characters and men she may have acted with, you know, totally show some, yeah, show some interest. But no, you know, ask her about her musical taste, ask her about what it's like being a mom. Lord knows he hates kids, so he's not going <laughs> to ask those questions. <laughs> Damn it. And he's, he's not a music lover at all. Oh, right. he's got the well, worst music taste. That, that's exactly the correct. Like, I, she worked with um, John Cusack in, in Serendipity. I would ask about him because he's had notoriously. There's a Nev Campbell blind that's about him that he was so, oh, supposedly a huge yes. asshole to her, which really yeah. disappointed abusive. me when I read it. Yes, abusive, mentally abusive, not physically. Bullying, but all bullying, kinds of stuff. Threatened her about her her career and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And once I read that, uh, I I actually could not look at him the same way anymore. I used to like him. I used to like a lot same. of his films. And uh, after same. that, I'm thinking to myself, you and Jeremy Piven, what's the difference? One's a philandering asshole. One's a manipulative asshole. Are you both cut from the same shithead cloth? 